This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 21 pilots kicking off the 8 o'clock and final hour. Good morning, everyone. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Jenny from Chicago. Hello, buddy. Hello, Jenny. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, buddy. Hi. Jenny's <laughs> from Schaumburg, everyone, the wonderful <laughs> Chicago suburb of Chicago. That's right. Hello, buddy. Hi. The beautiful, beautiful suburb. My Aunt Pat lives there. Uh, Aunt Pat oh. and, yeah, and Uncle Phil. Aunt Pat's the one, Lex, that uh, Phil is uh, 100% Italian. And Aunt Pat learned how to make uh, authentic, delicious Italian food. So growing oh, up, yum. yeah, growing up, I had both American cuisine uh, for one half of the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the evening was uh, 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 an Italian feast. Oh, yum! And when I say feast, I mean a table the size of two of our studios. Mm. <laughs> Uh, that went on wow. for miles and miles and everything that you can imagine. Homemade lasagna, <gasps> homemade masticcioli, um, this pizza bread thing that my Aunt Pat would make. Um, it was, I think... I can't of, believe, on Thanksgiving? Oh so you didn't gosh. just have leftovers? You had two different meals? Yeah. Uh, Whoa. My, Forget that bird and gravy. Oh, that's girl, where it's at. That's where it Lex, when, when Aunt Pat would get Thanksgiving, because she didn't host every year, but she would get it every... I think every third year, every mm-hmm. second year. Oh, I was so happy. I, I didn't love the drive to Schaumburg, but I knew at the end of that drive oh, yeah. was a pan of masticcioli. And um, she learned from uh, my uncle, Phil Tangora. I mean, can you get, that's a, can you get more of an Italian <laughs> name than that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Phil, the, the Tangoras taught Aunt Pat meticulously how to cook. And if she did anything wrong, um, her mother-in-law, Mrs. Tangora, uh, would quickly correct her, which did not sit well with my grandmother. Oh, uh, no. My grandmother did uh. not like the way that uh, Mrs. Tangora would talk to Aunt Pat sometimes. And it was, even as a kid, I picked up the the uh, the older lady tension oh, <laughs> no. between, between my grandmother, Aunt Pat's mom, and uh, the mother-in-law. I, I picked up that my grandmother, not a fan, not a fan. Um, but look... It was it, it was so good, and I brought Colin there. Lex, this was, oh gosh, I don't know, it was uh, four or four years ago. Uh, Colin went over to, we, I took Colin to Schaumburg for the first time, and I said, Col, get ready to eat. I said, let's not eat for the entire morning. Let's have maybe a coffee, because Aunt Pat was going to cook for us. And to this day, when we think of that night, I, Colin, I don't think we've ever eaten 
as much as we ate that night because she did all of her stuff. She did the mastacholi. She did the lasagna. She did homemade garlic bread. I mean, it was the whole shebang. Those are the things you remember. It is. Seriously, that Mm. night with Kyle and the fam. Oh, it was good food. Good food. Uh, It is uh, 8.08. We're doing the very best of birthday pranks. And today it is Ye Dawn McLean. Ye. (laughs) Ye Dawn McLean. And this one we thought it was appropriate. It makes you think of baseball because we're missing baseball right now. So this one's all about baseball. Here is Dawn McLean. Hi, is this Dave? Hi, yeah. This is Dave. Hey, Dave. (laughs) It's Dawn McLean over here at My Talk 1071. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Don? I'm very good, and we are super excited to do this prank on your wife. Kristen, her birthday's coming up, and you want to prank her. Tell us about what's going on with your son. Uh, well, you know, I'm really proud of him. You know, he's uh, he's a baseball guy like me, and um, it, it's, uh, it's just great to have him doing something that I'm passionate about. And... Uh, so, you know, we've been trying to support him as much as possible. We um, we got him on a traveling baseball league. Cool. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is. It's great. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> my wife, I mean, she's, you know, she's super supportive, and I love her so much. And that's, I mean, that's why I want to do this. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's expensive. It really is. I oh, mean, I've heard that. Yeah, every sport is expensive nowadays. You know, every every club, everything you want to get people into, but especially on a traveling league like this, uh, there's a lot of uh, commitment and a lot of expenses. So, um, you know, she's not too happy about that. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call her. You just be quiet in the background, and I'm going to pretend like one of the other moms uh, and we're going to talk about a tournament that's coming up that we, um, another team dropped out. And I'm going to talk about the cost of going to this tournament just to freak her out. Uh, that sounds great. <laughs> okay, just be <laughs> quiet in the background and let's call your wife, Kristen. Hello? Hi, is this Kristen? Yes, it is. Hi, Kristen. This is Gigi. Um, I've actually never met you. I'm Samuel's mom. Oh, yeah, from your, yeah. Um, from the baseball from, team. From baseball, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I have some super good news, and I don't know if you're going to be excited about this. I think you will, but we actually got a spot to go to Cooperstown for the Hall of oh. Fame Invitational Tournament. Oh, that's, that's great. The, the boys will be so excited. It's going to be a great time. Um, yeah. It is kind of last minute, I know. It is until this summer, but a lot of the fees are actually due, and they are due um, pretty soon here, actually by next Friday. So I just wanted to make you aware of some of those costs. Um, yeah, uh, how, how much is it going to be? Well, um, it is going to be, it looks like 4900 for each kid. As you know, we have, you know, 12 kids on the team. And then it does include rooms for the kids. But since this is such last minute, it's actually um, all the rooms are sold out um, beyond that. So actually the parents, you guys are going to have to stay at a KOA campground that's about 15 miles away. Um, and of course, it's going to be fine because the kids will have a chaperone. But isn't that exciting? I'm so excited that we get to go to this this year. 
Yeah. Um, so, so it's it's like five thousand dollars per kid. Right. And, and then, and how much is it going to be for the parents to stay at a campsite? Uh, well, that's like I am not quite sure. I've actually never camped before, so I don't know what the costs are for the KOA campground. But <laughs> I think it's like fifty dollars or something like that. Uh, but there is the cost, the 4900 you know, that includes all of their meals. And then, you know, we do have to pay our own umpires. So they have all expenses paid. We have to treat them well. And right. since there weren't any rooms left, they're going to be staying in penthouse suites. Um, so that's kind of where some of the additional cost is coming from there. So does this not include flights? Um, no, it does not include flights. That's something that I think I just looked up. I had my assistant look up some flights for July and out of Minneapolis. You're going to be coming from Minneapolis, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were like on vacation or something and, uh, we're going to be coming from Cabo actually. So I have to do some different oh. flights, but, but I think it's around three thirty. I saw if you're doing just, uh, pedestrian class or whatever that's called um oh what uh, coach coach, yeah coach class yeah (laughs) um but uh, anyway i'm really thrilled now we do have to this doesn't have to be by friday but in addition to the 4900 uh we're also get have to have those new regulation bats um and how much is that i'm not quite sure i didn't look up the cost on that but um That'll be in a lump sum with the uh, special uniform cost. So they have to get new bats and uniform. So basically new equipment just to pay, play this game? Oh, yes. I mean, this is a very, very, um, this is an awesome tournament. You know, most of the time uh, our team doesn't get to go. So it's just really great that we qualified for this. Um, so by next Friday, we're going to need that payment. Um, are you going to be putting that on a credit card? Because I can always run that through my business. Oh, um, yeah, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't even know. This, this traveling team takes up so much time and, and it's very expensive for us. I mean, we, we have to forego family vacations to do all this. We didn't budget for this extra However, thousands of dollars it's going to cost mm. them. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Um, um, so I, wow. I, I don't know. I'd have to talk to my husband about it. Um, oh, okay. Well, let me actually, let me go ahead and get, you met my husband. Uh, his name is Dave also. Um, oh. Let me get Dave on the phone too. Maybe he can help you out. Maybe we can oh. like, you know, pay for your costs and then we'll work it out later oh. or something like that. Oh, That doesn't okay. bother you, does it? Here, let me just get Dave on the phone and he can work that out with you, okay? Hold on just a second. Sure. Yeah, okay. Hey, Dave, why don't you tell your wife that she's been birthday pranked? <laughs> hey, baby, I hope you uh, have that $5,000 stuffed under our mattress because we're going to need it. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so glad this is a joke. <laughs> uh, okay, this is Don McLean from My Talk 1071 with Jason and Alexis in the morning. I understand oh. you listen to the show. Yes, I can't believe I didn't figure it out. I listen to you guys all the time. <laughs> well, don't have a heart attack. Your, I, yeah, no, I was seriously going, okay, well, I guess no braces. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we might have to sell the car. Like, I was just like, because this is so important to our son, and my husband's such a huge fan of baseball that I was just, 
try like doing the math in my head as you were adding numbers. I kept thinking, well, there's okay. Well, we won't have that, and we can just we won't have Christmas for five years. Yeah, there's oh. no Christmas. Yeah, this will be his birthday Christmas present for the next ten years. <laughs> well, don't worry, you're not going to Cooperstown, um, and oh. you're gonna have to figure out a way to get Dave back. I, I yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks for being a great sport, and thanks for listening to my talk 107.1. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. The umpire is in a penthouse. Pedestrian class. <laughs> the best of birthday pranks Wednesdays right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Three minutes away, it is the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Stay right there. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. It's time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, my friends. Good morning. Good morning. Elizabeth. So I was wondering if this is going to ha- this was going to happen this Allison Roman situation with the New York Times. You know how she yes. when um in an interview, she's a New York Times columnist. She's a food writer and she writes for all sorts of different food publications. She got herself in some hot water when she did an interview and said that um, essentially she would never want a career like Chrissy Teigen or Marie Kondo, that they are, um, you know, they've got product lines coming out. And basically she was like, this is not the way that I ever want my career to go. It didn't come across well uh, for a couple of reasons. Hater. Yeah, she came across as a hater, and then she particularly, as a white woman, called out two women of color who are successful, and people were like, what is wrong with you? Why Why did you go that route? So she apologized, and she, she kind of didn't apologize. Then she apologized. Now, and I've been wondering if this is going to happen, uh-huh. um, the New York Times has temporarily shelved her column. So oh. a spokesperson for the paper confirmed that her column and Alison Roman herself now on temporary leave. And um, um, and I am kind of surprised, yeah. frankly, that it took this long for the New York Times to do it. Because yeah. this thing, this was a huge thing, not this past weekend, but the weekend prior. And um, when this interview came out and then people started picking up on it and Chrissy Teigen was deeply hurt by the whole situation and said as much on Twitter and then decided to take a break from Twitter after... Um, it became this huge multi-layered issue about women supporting other women and then even just calling out other people in terms of what you don't want your career to be. Mm-hmm. Is that necessary to call out other people? Um, and Allison Roman took some serious heat and it has taken until now for the New York Times to say, okay, we're going to shelve her column. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For a while. <sighs> I was like knee deep in this. I mean, I was reading so many Twitter threads. Were you? Oh, I don't know what happened to me. I mean, <laughs> what's the overall consensus? Well, I mean, I think the overall consensus is that Alison Roman said some stupid things and she let her ego get in the way and um and it wasn't good it just wasn't good and it made her come across as a, a terrible person yeah yeah i mean and then she didn't apologize right you know people have a hard time it's like this is the one thing about if you've been called out for doing something the struggle with twitter is that your immediate instinct and anyone's instinct is if you've been called out for doing something that isn't right is to defend yourself right yes you yep. immediately are like well but 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 right that's our human nature and so that's something that we have to just work to overcome particularly when it involves twitter so just take a beat don't reply for 24 hours start to really look at yourself what do I need to work on here? What could other people be working on? And then you can come up with some sort of response. Can I just, and, right. and I don't believe, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not of this belief, but I'm posing the question to play devil's advocate for the sake of maybe some in the audience. Is this an example of cancel culture? Right. Or, you know what, and I'm asking, because if you've delved into this, Elizabeth, yep. do you think this is warranted? Do you think it was um, like she could have apologized? And, and you know what I'm asking? I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I I personally think that she, but I'm just saying. I think. Yeah, um, that's I, a great question. I think there is, you know, I don't think we People need to make just, mistakes. They I mean, totally people, do. Yes. They totally do. But it's up to the publication. You know what I mean? That's a little bit different because you can understand that. Cancel culture is one thing where people write other people off. But if you're not upholding the values of the media outlet that you work for, then they let you go. Yeah. yeah. And yep. we all have that in our contracts, you know? And what about her editor? I mean, is there, was there any uh, culpability for it was that a person one -on -one, who made the choice? It was a one-on-one -on -one interview with somebody else. Um, and I'm forgetting uh, where the interview was I published. See. The new, new something? I don't know. New, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so and right. So yeah, she was it just... was just her talking off the cuff. Yeah. Which you guys know, you do it for it's so many hours a day, it could get you into trouble. It does. And I <laughs> yeah. I don't use it as an excuse, but I sometimes, but Lexus, I say when people come down on us for maybe an aside that we make, or, you know, yeah. I, I, I said, guys, it's not just an excuse. It is, it's the realities of a job like this. We are doing a three hour daily radio show without a net. And I said, there are no do-overs. No. There's and, no do-overs. And, and you can't even remember everything you say. No. That's the hard That's thing about true. it. People will go, I can't believe you said that. And I go, I don't think I said that. Or I don't know. How they perceive it. Yeah. Now, this, this is a little different because of how it's, it's in print. It, it's yeah. in print. Yes. Um, and it did show a, a real kind of, it's just an ugly, nasty side. And yeah. it's jealousy, hater, well, hater it, nation too. And it also kind of showed a subconscious bias, right? Exactly. Yes. Sub yep. I don't think she exactly. intentionally said to herself, I'm going to call out two women of color. To disparage. Don't, yes. I don't think no. she said no, that. No, 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 But it's an example of yep. what you have when you have white privilege, which is you think subconsciously there are things that are ingrained 
in yeah. white people that are that are examples of the systemic privilege that we experience growing up that people of color do not experience in this country right and there are and there's a lot of people that don't want to hear that that think that it's not true it is it is yeah there are um matt lauer is making headlines Mm -hmm. today we have to get to this so he is claiming he was falsely accused of rape and is slamming ronan farrow's reporting in his book catch and kill lies spies and a conspiracy to protect predators so there was a lengthy op-ed that was published this week and lauer acknowledged having a consensual yet inappropriate relationship with a fellow employee in the workplace. He said, I say these words with sincerity and humility. I'm sorry for the way I conducted myself. I made some terrible decisions and I betrayed the trust of many people. But he denied the allegation from former NBC News employee Brooke Nevels that he raped her. He said, this accusation was one of the worst and most consequential things to ever happen in my life. It was devastating for my family, and outrageously, it was used to sell books. She says that it was non-consensual, this encounter at the 2014 Sochi Olympics, in the sense that she was too drunk to consent. That's what she told Ronan Farrow, and that was published in Catch and Kill. Um, and she did say that after that encounter, she went on to have more sexual encounters with Matt Lauer back in New York City. It makes you think about the morning show. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's like, that's just what I picture because that was what brought this whole thing to life for me was seeing that interpretation. Absolutely. Okay, gotta run, friends. Bye, Elizabeth. Today at three. In three minutes, Batwoman is doomed. Alexis will tell you why. Plus, oh, pedestrians. Bat more in three minutes. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Next week on NBC, they're doing what they call, how many of you know what a crossover show is? They'll take, they'll t- yeah, the stars from one television show to kind of boost the ratings of another show will cross over and appear in an episode of another network show. And they're doing that next week. The stars of Miami Vice. Bust the Golden Girls. For possession of a kilo of uncut kale pectate. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Gotta watch out for that kale pectate. Uh I'm Jace with Lex and... Don and Kenny. It's it's unbelievable to think about that Madonna is now older than B. Arthur was what? when the Golden Girls started. Whoa, That's fun right. fact. <laughs> Just let that sink in for wow. a second. Yeah. Yeah. Redefining age. Uh-huh. Thank you for being a friend, Madonna. Oh. Thank you. Uh, coming Did she up, get our on, gift. Yeah, she didn't. Look, she didn't. She's in, she's in a lot of pain lately. She's uh, she's missing cartilage somewhere. I think oh, her knee no. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I woke up at about two thirty, and uh, this morning, and I thought I had a weird dream where like images were flashing in front of my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm so stupid. I woke up. I go, oh, I hope I'm not going to die because I I was having like these images, and I thought, oh crap. I don't want to wake up Colin, but it was the weirdest dream. I, and I'm not gonna, I'm not having Dawn interpret it, but it was just like I heard my annoying Aunt Debbie's uh, laugh 
um, <laughs> and her pinching my cheeks, and I hated that because she called me Jaybird, and that's why I don't like people. Oh yeah, I don't like. I, I don't let people call me Jay. I hate that. There's only one human uh, that gets to call me Jay, and that's my old boss, Bill Dolman. Um, he calls me uh, uh, JD, and I don't mind that. Uh, or JM, I'm sorry, JD. Jason, your last name doesn't start with a D. But anyway, <laughs> like, where's the D? For no, JM. Yeah, J. He calls me J. Uh, but yeah, but my aunt Debbie, when I was a kid, uh, used to grab my puffy cheeks and squeeze them, Aww. and and she would go, "Hi, Jaybird," <laughs> and she had like a Janice from Friends laugh. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, I, I saw that Lex, and I was seeing various images. And I'm like, oh, please. Don't let me die before Memorial Day weekend. I really would like to see the weekend. But yeah, you have a big weekend plan, so yeah, yeah you don't want to miss that. No, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, big, huge plans, Lex. Yeah. I'm going to go from the kitchen. Yep. Where? Where? To the, where couch. Oh, to the couch. Wow. Back oh, to the kitchen. Oh, my God. Back what to the adventure. kitchen. It's, Lex, I hear you. That, what, that what? was a little John song, wasn't it? It was, the yeah. To the couch. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Lex, I hear you have big plans. You're going out on the porch, right? Yeah, we're going out on the deck. That is fantastic, Lex. Wow. I'm very excited for you. Uh-huh. That's great. Dawn, are you going to... Mm, I'm going to go from uh, the upstairs to the downstairs. For Memorial yeah. Day. Happy Memorial the Day weekend. 85-inch TV is. That's, I've got to go down there. Oh, that's wow. great. <laughs> Kenny, are you chopping wood or something this weekend? Well, my, my weekend is boring compared to yours. Yeah, I have to finish up uh, cutting uh, up some trees. And mm. uh, I have to. Re- I'm in the middle of restoring a pontoon. And oh, oh my no. gosh. Got to work on my kids' motocross track. Look Gee at whiz, that. I'm just going to be bored out of my skull. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> I actually am going to be, I'm because, I, you know, we can have <laughs> gatherings 10 or smaller. So I am actually uh, going to be in uh, Cambridge this weekend at the Pine Brook. So you can get details oh. of uh, uh, I'm on tour like Cher, oh, girl. Boy. I'm on tour. Um, ah. Yeah, you can go to my Facebook page. You can see that. But uh, so hi to my Princeton and Cambridge friends. I'll see you this weekend. Nice. Uh, yeah, social distancing, but yes, I'll see you this weekend. But yeah, we're going to go up to the lake and, uh, you know, go from the couch to the boat to the boat to the couch. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it yes. rains and Dawn keeps telling it me. It won't wane all the won't time. Won't wane all the time. It will just be a little bit. Wex, it's going to wane just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Why, I'm a fun. There's something schooly around here. That's right. It's going to wane a little bit. And then it's, it it's going to stop. Then the sun's going to come out. Um, eight, <laughs> 8.37 is the time. Uh, okay, I turned on the Instagram. Yes. And you had this on the sheet. And then I uh-huh. you know, turn on the Instagram, and yeah. every entertainment site has a picture of Batwoman. Yeah. What is this? Why oh should gosh. I care? Yeah, you guys, this is a big deal. Her? Okay, so the CW has a show called Batman, and Ruby Rose, do you remember when she was cast for this last year? Because they just finished their first season. It was such a big deal. A lesbian actor playing a lesbian superhero, right? Yeah. That, yeah. And that was very important in the casting, and yes. she was just going to do a great job, and we saw the pictures. And anyway, the, the season finale of the first season was just a couple days ago. Season two already being already being been greenlit it's okay. happening right okay. yeah yeah ruby rose last night puts out a statement she says i have made the very difficult decision to not return to batwoman next season 
This was not a decision I made lightly, as I have the utmost respect for the cast, crew, and everyone involved with the show in both Vancouver and in Los Angeles. But? Where's the but, Lex? She doesn't talk about exhaustion. She's not talking about creative differences. She just simply says, I have made this hard decision. Now, of course, the rumors are swirling. Why? What's going on? She did have a very serious back injury while Mm. she was um, doing the first season, but that reportedly has nothing to do with it. Um, She got off of Twitter because she was endlessly harassed online for being a lesbian, Mm. portraying a lesbian superhero. for One of the reasons, right, that we loved that she was doing this. Yes. Also, they say, too, that she might not have wanted to have been locked down to this role for three to five years because it was going so well. But still, you'd think that, like, cha-ching, or there has to be something else going on, but she does not allude to that. At least we don't know quite yet. But she's out. And this is doomed because you think about, it's called Batwoman. Yeah. They can't just, like, have the character disappear. They're going to have to recast. And who would that be? I hope that she is not leaving the role because of the internet monsters. That would make me incredibly sad. Yeah. But I can't blame her. I mean, that's when people come at you like you're being pecked to death by Mm -hmm. chickens. It's it's awful. I hope that's not the case. But these people, they they take these roles. I mean, the the fans, there's the good and the bad. Ask Daisy Ridley. You know, when you portray these these comic book and these uh, sci-fi characters that are so beloved, there is a toxic fandom that now exists that ruins it, Mm -hmm. that ruins these franchises. I mean, uh, see Star Wars. Kelly Tran, too. Kelly Tran. I mean, look what they they drug her through the mud. Yep. Uh, Lisa Rose. uh, And then, yeah. And uh, look how they treat anybody involved that these fans, and they're not really fans. I'm sorry. I, I, you're not fans of the franchise if you take glee in, in constantly knocking it and the people involved. And, and I, and uh, it's like it's not your material. You don't own it. Yes, it's, but they think the Basique. It's like the writers yeah. are the ones who created it. If somebody was going to complain about something, I would be like, okay, I can listen to maybe the writers. Yes. But these are people who think they own the material just because they're a fan. Yeah. Mm-mm. And they come after these people. Daisy Ridley, like her, Lex, yeah. uh, Kelly Tran left social media. Daisy yep. Ridley left social media because, because of how awful, um, well, and a lot of these scumbags, and that's what they are, the, the nasty stuff that they write, the sexist, misogynistic crap that they write to Kelly, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, they write, they write to Daisy. They just hate a lot, not all of them, not all of them hear me clearly. Crystal Carrington clear. Right. We know the ones you're talking about. But there is a chunk mm-hmm. of uh, of toxic fandom that are uh, full of misogyny, that, that hate that Daisy Ridley, that a woman, <gasps> a woman led the franchise. Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd, uh, batting <laughs> down the hatches. Oh. I mean, oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I hope. But but Lex, as you were talking, yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, I, I can't really blame her. If mm-hmm. you turn on your computer every day and it's filled with hate, and especially you add, you add anti uh, anti gay rage to it. Mm-hmm. You you add yep. ho- rampant homophobia. Um. Yeah, girl. Yeah, you can feel your safety is jeopardized yes! too. If you're getting death threats, uh, 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 yeah. So maybe that is what it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, Greg Berlanti, who is the exec behind all of these shows, he basically does every show on the CW. He has a pretty spotless record. So I would be shocked 
if it was any behind-the-scenes shenanigans. I mean, anything's possible nowadays, but that would shock me. He has a pretty good record. Um, there's not tell-alls talking about what a tyrant he is or a Mervy Pervy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't Have know. any of you watched uh, it? I've never watched I it. No, no, I, I don't think we're really it's not, the target audience. I know. I hate to say that because we're old. We're over 22. Yeah. yeah. Collectively, we're 22 times. Uh-oh. I don't know. Why Let's am I trying to do, do math? I'm not going to do math. Oh, wow. It's too late in the show, and I don't have coffee. And oh. Is the show over yet? Oh, just, yeah. is it, is it, what time is Kenny, it? 17 oh. minutes. 17 minutes, and then I'm going to go get Dawn <laughs> and I some coffee. Uh, I checked out about 45 minutes. It's ago. all right, Kenny. It's fine. <laughs> Kenny. It's fine. Kenny. They killed what Kenny. Now? He did his last Hello? traffic report. Um, I just got an email, an interesting email about my dream. I'm not the only one. In three minutes, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Oh, really? Why are you laughing? Because I'm saying it three minutes yeah, and three. Well, B. Arthur doesn't want me to say uh, uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. Yeah, I get uh, stung uh, by a I murder hornet that. every time she says, what? Let's oh, do ouch. some dreams, Jason, because I have a reoccurring thir- uh, theme that I think John- uh, Dawn can solve real simply. Sure. Oh, perfect. Let's Ooh. take a... Oh, I'm sorry. Three minutes away. Uh, we'll, impromptu Dreamweaver. I hate you, B. Arthur. <laughs> right back. And now, a safety tip from Veronica Poo Nash. But I'm not going to the ocean because that's the shark's house. Okay, the shark has the right to eat you up when you're in his house. When chickens come in my house, guess what? They get ate. When pigs come in my house, they own the plate. This has been a safety tip from Veronica Poonash. <laughs> I have the same thoughts about the ocean. I love it. Oh, they get eight. When chickens come in my house, guess what? They get eight. I love her. Veronica Poonash dropping some knowledge as we wrap up the show. On this Wednesday, May 20th. I'm sorry. I did. Yeah, you said the soft part out loud. Lex, was my mic on? (laughs) Crap. You need a shot of cafe. I do. I got chocolate milk this morning. Uh, Wednesday, May 20th. I'm Jace. That's Alexis. That's uh, Dawn. And that's Kenny over there. Mm. Away in, a, in the woods or something. <laughs> okay, we're going to use Dawn. We're going to utilize Dawn uh, uh, really well here. Because, Dawn, I mentioned the stream I had. Mm-hmm. And people are coming out of the woodwork. Like, we need Plunkets, girl. They're like uh, mm-hmm. bugs coming Ooh. out of the woodwork. Everyone, I guess, had weird dreams last night. So I said that I had a dream that I was seeing images of my whole life flash before me. Uh, and I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack or something. Oh and then uh, Susan wrote me. She goes, Jace, OMG. I, I had uh, the same thing. Lots of relatives, scary dreams uh, this last week. I woke up the, exactly the same thinking, don't let me die. And I don't want to wake up my husband. I know. Okay. So and now, Kenny, what was yours? Mine's driving related. I'm I'm a driver. I love driving. Driven in all the major cities, um, mountain passes, etc. The mm-hmm. only thing that scares me are uh, tall, really tall, tall, tall bridges because I have a, a fear of heights. And uh, sometimes mountain passes with no shoulders make me tense. But my dream is I'm always coming over a hill. And I can never see the other side. And I crest the hill, and the road is literally straight down. And it frightens me so much that I wake up, and I don't understand it. Okay. What do you? Who? Who wants me to go? Kenny first. first. Uh, Kenny. Okay. So uh, a car is your body in a dream. Hot. So um, if you are afraid you're going to fall off. A cliff, you have some serious concerns about your body and your health, 
and um, death is change. So it has to do with some changes that you're going through with your body. <laughs> Kenny. Oh. I, Kenny, what's changing on your body? Well, menopause. I've uh, gone through that. So <laughs> it can't be that. Maybe uh, you contemplated. I have gained, I've gained an enormous amount of weight in the last two months. Have you? Okay. I mean, oh, I think a lot God, of people have. My gut is huge. Yeah. And you know what? Mm. I think that you're one of those people who deflect feeling about things by joking about them. Because I know you've mentioned that on the show several times. Um, but yeah. maybe you really need to think about it and, and feel something because your soul's telling you that it really isn't something that you want. I love that Kenny has a soul. Mm. <laughs> Kenny, that's, that's good news, isn't it? That's good news. <laughs> right, Kenny? It's, de- it's depressing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I had one. I was, I was doing fine without a soul. Oh, Kenny, thank like you that. for knocking that one out of the park, buddy. I was like, okay, Kenny, I'm setting you up here. Oh, You know, in the path, you know, the road is, is your trajectory in life, whatever path mm. you were on. And you feel like it just abruptly stops because of some big change that has to do with your body. Mm. So you maybe you're afraid Jeez. of, I don't know. I mean, it's I love sudden, that. No, yeah. that's probably revelatory. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and Jason, you said that you had I'm your seeing, life. Yeah, like images and voices from the past. I'm just and and then I woke up like freaked out. Yeah. Well, this is um, you know, we all have different parts of ourselves and all of those different people and voices are all a part of you. Uh and if you're afraid that you were your life was ended, it's just you're dreaming about something that you thought was going to be a big change in your life, and you're reviewing all of the parts of yourself that might might have uh, been there to yeah. create this change, Oh, I would say. Okay. Um, you just have a fear mm. of change. Mm. Death is change in a dream. Okay. okay? That's... Because, uh, you know, we always turn into something else. You know, life never ends. It's always just changing. Yeah. Even after real death, our souls continue on. That's what I believe. Yeah. Okay, because I, it just, and because I'd watched this stupid clip, Lex, Charlene Tilton was on Oprah's Where Are They Now, Little Lucy from uh, Dallas. Don't oh, laugh, oh. everything goes back to Dallas, but I had yeah. never heard this story. Lucy, Charlene has had two tra- huge tragedies in her life, um, and the second one was she, her second husband, they were blissfully happy, and a couple days before Christmas, and Charlene loves Christmas, her husband looked at her and said, I'm really sorry, I'm going to ruin Christmas. And he goes, feel this. And he put her fingers on like his pulse right underneath his his jawline. Mm. And it was going really, 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 really fast. He died two minutes later. Just. Oh, my God. Died like two minutes later. What? Yeah. Like of a massive heart attack. Oh, and I'm checking my pulse right now. I know. See, well, That's well, what I, I did, Kitty, this morning at 2.30 in the morning. It's because of the current oh. health crisis. We're seeing we're vulnerable. And yes. so a lot of people are dreaming about these types of things. You know, yeah. we're not just blissfully, you know, in our... We're feeling our mortality. Yeah, it's yeah, like, you know... We're not so busy. No. Focus on other things. I free- Lex, it's, oh, we're realizing oh. it's health. Yeah. Lex, say something out of context. Make me laugh. You, you got to change Stay, my mind okay. right now. This is the last one. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to hope you. I'm trying to hope somebody. <laughs> Stay at them waters. Them sharks is hungry. 
And they know you gonna be out there. Keep on, there keep go. on if you want to. Keep on. I'm gonna watch it from a distance. <laughs> there we go, Veronica Poonash. <laughs> I feel better. Wow. Oh, too real. I know. I believe me. That's why I'm glad Dawn's yeah. here, though. That that makes sense to me. So there we go. That's gonna do it for us. Ooh. Go out there and be yourself, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You do you, and we hope to be here tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. Have a great day. We love you. I want to go to there. It's a beautiful day.